0: The NBA Finals are back, and Reality Breached is here to cover all of it. Well, we're here to talk for an hour about basketball once or twice a year. Hey, we're small, we can only do so much. Jarius is back, our sports guy. We talk about everything that has happened in the NBA this postseason. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. I am your host, as always, uh, Sergio Lugo. Uh, with me, again, is our sports guy Jarius Thomas. Uh, yeah, he, he he pops up two or three times a year, and we talk about sports mainly football, basketball. Uh, right now, uh, we're about to talk about some basketball. Uh, Jarius is a contributor on the um the the, the Negro, Negro, Just- Just- yeah. <laughs> Negro
1: Justice League. Yeah, it is it's it's hilarious to me that you still kind of pause right before you say it like it's not <laughs> you can say the negro just i know it's cool.
0: i know i know i know i know like i listen to the negro justice league like i know i know hey how's it <laughs> yeah, going man, man
1: it's cool but it's, it's going good man just ready to talk about some sports man like it's it's been too long even though i'm not sure exactly how many episodes ago it was it's it's been a while so yeah i'm hyped
0: yeah yeah last time we talked was after the super bowl when uh when when philly won it
1: yeah yeah we talked about uh talked about philly winning the super bowl right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. we did yeah so (laughs) yeah well here we are
0: uh well we're here to talk about the nba Uh, The finals start this week. Um, uh, We've been through all the the, the, the playoffs, uh, and it's going to be the Cavs and Warriors again. Round four, the fourth time.
1: Episode four, the end. (laughs) 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 Because I think this is the last time. that There won't be a Golden State versus Cleveland five, but we'll get into that, man. So just tell me where you want to start.
0: Yeah, like I, I, I think that this part of the NBA season should just be called like, like LeBron James time or or James season. A yeah, subtitle, yeah, like like LeBron uh, James season or something.
1: No, it's the LeBron. No, the Eastern Conference. It should be named the LeBron James Invitational. <laughs> <laughs> And then the um, the NBA finals is like LeBron versus. That's what it should be called, LeBron versus.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight times, man. Eight to- eight times in eight years, straight, in a row.
1: Nine times overall, and what what? The more he makes it to the finals, I'm not saying it's it's hard to keep up the argument that Michael Jordan is a goat because he is. But the more times he makes it to the finals straight, the more difficult it kind of. Makes on uh, Michael Jordan like here's something that I found out recently. And I've been a Michael Jordan fan all my life. Uh, I found out that Michael Jordan got swept a couple times in the first round. Oh, and it's like the more you know, like the the more you research, the more you find out he got swept a couple times in the first round. Then it, that's the main thing people go to now. Well, Michael Jordan and LeBron got swept in the first round. Well, yeah, that's true, but. The counterpoint is, this is why Michael Jordan is the GOAT. It's like people who defend their position, calling LeBron better than Michael, they always switch the narrative. And one at one point, they want to talk about stats. Of course, he's blowing Michael away because he's played 15 straight years. Michael Jordan retired early twice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, of course he's going to have that on there, which is acceptable. But then... You know, they started talking about, well, he went to the finals eight straight times. And that tells me that Michael Jordan's finals can be brought up at that point, right? But when you do that, oh, all you got to do is say six rings. Or he's never been to a game, seven in the finals or whatever. Yeah, but then it, it becomes a whole different thing when you start bringing up the fact that LeBron James hasn't won defensive player of the year. And Michael Jordan has. Like, Michael Jordan was that guy. He was perfect. Yeah, or yeah. the perfect basketball player, he did it on the offensive end and on the defensive end. Now, granted, Pippen did take a lot of those tougher defensive assignments, but it's not like Michael Jordan was incapable of doing it. Like he was that dude.
0: Yeah, and and but like LeBron James has had to deal with a lot of different players. Like his like his first run in Cleveland, is different from his run in Miami, is different from his run in Cleveland again. Like, every year he has different players. That's also true. Yeah, he's he's got to, to like, play with. It was very different for the Bulls. Yeah. They were consistent. All the way through. They, they had the same, basically the same lineup for six years.
1: Also true. It, it wasn't, it eight, like, eight um, the East, I'll, I'll say it, the East wasn't as strong. And really, the NBA as a whole... And a lot of people won't get mad about this, but I'm just being objective. I made the case for for Jordan, so now I got to be fair. The uphe, I mean, the Eastern Conference was weak then. One can say that it's weak now, but as far as the amount of talent, there was nobody talent-wise, physically or mentally, on par with Michael Jordan at that time. LeBron James is going against centers, yeah, who are quick and can shoot a jumper. <laughs> like, look at Anthony Davis; he's, he's going against freaks of nature. And I'm like, you can't say that LeBron is playing in the easier version of the NBA competition, wise. Based on evolution, <laughs> like <laughs> you're you're right. Like like
0: the the game is played much differently now.
1: And not only that bodies have changed
0: bodies and the conditioning is way better now
1: LeBron was the first of his kind but now look at how many freaks of nature out there uh, of Giannis and Sikupo and that's the only time I'm going to say his last name yeah that's, so that's, lock that in. that's what you
0: said last yeah, time yeah I did
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's look at him he's ridiculous like he dwarfs LeBron on a court so I to say that LeBron doesn't have that same level of competition as Mike did, that's crazy to me. That's crazy, but at the same time, alright, so people are bringing up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest all-time. I'll allow that that's how you feel, but I'm looking at the fact that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a freaking seven-footer. All he had to do was just develop a game. Janetis was already on his side. Michael Jordan was a skinny kid. He had to lift weights and get stronger and bulk up. Yeah, he had the athleticism, which a lot of people, other players, didn't have. But he did it. Nobody has dominated from a two-car guard position the way he has since. Yeah, he's gone. Nobody, and even now, it's the wing that's dominated. Small forwards are the dominant ones, and big men are still aren't that far behind. I mean, you got strong point guards. That's what makes Steph Curry so great. Steph Curry is no reason he should be as good as he is.
0: No, Steph Curry is tiny. He's just a really
1: good shooter. He's a shooter. He's not a, a true point guard, but he does enough at the point to make him. You know, to make you respect his passing and, and, you know, his uh, ability to steal the ball away from you. But those shots, my cousin and I, we were watching the um, the, uh, Warriors. I call them the infinity gun on the blog. But (laughs) we watched the Golden State Warriors (laughs) play against um, Houston. Mm -hmm. And when you just look at him and you look at the way he plays, he takes awful shots, awful shots selection. He drains it.
0: Every time. The way the, the Warriors play in the third quarter is, is just absurd. Like, you, you have to go into halftime with a considerable lead in hopes they don't throw a bunch of threes together. You do. Yeah, and and, and, hey, and, and you're probably going to come out of the third quarter tied anyway.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's the point. I even venture to say you need to, uh, need to go into halftime with a 20-point lead to hope to come out of the third with a 10-point deficit. Uh,
0: right? Right. It's 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 amazing how quickly they can just throw something together like two turnovers is nine points. Exactly. Like that's it. And, and, and like as as much as I believe in LeBron and, and as much as I like watching him and, and respect how he plays the game, there is absolutely no way they win this series. <laughs> Period. There's no way. There's no way. It- I just don't believe the other Cavs are that
1: good. Me, too. Me, too. And I even said that I, I was like um, in the blog, I was like, they're going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> Cleveland is going to get his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving it five because I just I, I, I the nature of basketball and the nature of the Warriors, which I get into in a minute, says they'll give them a game. But if it's a sweep, I'm just like, OK, <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I'll complete I would not be surprised if it's a sweep. But what I was getting to with Steph Curry is it's no reason for him to be that good. And, and that way, Steph Curry has a little Michael Jordan in him and that he's dominant in a non-traditional way. He dominates from a, a position that you wouldn't see someone dominate from. He's not the most athletic guy. But he's going to bust your ass with that jump shot. you gotta respect it yeah him and clay thompson yeah we'll we'll circle back to the top two teams okay dude where do you want to start the east or the west
0: um (laughs) let's
1: uh, let's start in the east yeah okay so the eastern conference the opening round was fantastic uh, with the boston series and the books and i just never thought the books really had a chance even with boston not having kyrie even with boston not having gordon out there they still got fucking brad stevens
0: yeah, yeah.
1: brad stevens is a criminal mastermind <laughs> my my running joke on on uh the negro justice league blog which I'm plugging later on, but I'm, yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> My oh, running joke yeah, yeah. for him is, is that he looks like a Comcast tech support agent. Okay. And that he'll fix anything, any issues you have over the fall without any issue. I mean, like he, he knows exactly what it is. He's the brain. He's the guy that you got to tutor you when you were in, in uh, high school and college. And. He he's just that guy. He's so smart, man. But we talk about the Warriors coming out of the uh, out of halftime and the run they go on, on the, in the third quarter. Brad Stevens makes some of the best adjustments over halftime out of any.
0: Yeah, coach. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'd like I would more more quickly compare him to like MacGyver. He's like the the MacGyver of the NBA.
1: Okay, like like any,
0: any any tools that you give him. He's going to analyze the situation and fix it. Yep,
1: And then he gets the best out of his players. I was looking at uh, ESPN loves analytics now, um, for better or worse. <laughs> but I was looking at you know, the stats of his players before and after they come to him. He really does get the best out of his guys. And so that's why I want to see a full season of Kyrie and Gordon oh, dude. with him. Because look at these guys. Look at where he took these guys this year. Jason Tatum is a stud.
0: Yeah, they were one game away from the finals.
1: One game away.
0: with their B team.
1: Exactly. This this was the bench. <laughs> this is the damn bench, man. They were fantastic. Uh, that series I appreciated. Another uh, series that stuck out of me, of course, was Cleveland and Indiana. Yeah. My God, man. <laughs> Their Indiana team defensively, fantastic. I love the way they played on, and I mean, all the games were close except for the one where they blew. I think they blew past the uh, Cavaliers by like 20 something points. And when I saw the Cavaliers, and this supporting case for LeBron, this is definitely the worst supporting case he's had since the first time he went to the finals.
0: Like LeBron's they career. Were awful. Has re- reached this point where he's like Denzel. Every, every movie <laughs> that Denzel is in, there are no other good yeah. supporting actors. None of them.
1: You don't recognize anybody else in the movie at this point.
0: Yeah, just Denzel. And
1: so he he took this team, and I mean, it, they were completely and utterly exposed during the Indiana series. And after I saw, you know, them make it past Indiana. I was looking at Toronto. I gave Toronto the benefit of the doubt. I said Toronto might end it in six games simply because that the rest of their team is trash. And then Toronto, after surviving the Wizards, who I thought could have made it past them, the and heck, I don't even yeah. have to get into the Philly series with... Um, who did Philly play in the first round? Uh, the Heat. Um, yeah, I don't have to get into that, so we'll skip over that. <laughs> but after Toronto got past... Uh, the Wizards, I'm like, okay, they, surely they can make it past... I mean, this is the strategy that you can go into, or at least I thought you can go into, with the Cavaliers. Let LeBron do whatever he wants to do. Lock down everybody else. Toronto gave them nothing. Yeah, how? Like They were beholden to the greatness that is LeBron James. And it was sickening.
0: If if I'm not like if I if I remember correctly, th- this is kind of a thing. He's always just embarrassing the Raptors.
1: If I'm not mistaken, he has us to Toronto in the playoffs in I want to say three years. I don't have a stat in front of me, but he basically turns them into the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> How ironic is that shit? <laughs> he turns <laughs> them into the Cleveland Browns. They look at him, and golly, it's LeBron James. Let's just watch him fuck us up. And that's what happens. Like, like, how do you get
0: swept as the number one seed?
1: <laughs> I don't get it. Me too. That was hilarious. And it wasn't even like a legit number one seed. Damn near happened in Boston last year when they were uh, yeah, behind were Isaiah Thomas. And if I'm – yeah, I, playing the yeah they uh the celtics got one yeah the celtics uh stole one from the cavaliers in the eastern conference finals oh yeah that's right that's Uh, right but toronto just get them the hell out of here like i was i was happy to just be done with them and then did you see the clip of charles barkley and shaq getting into it because charles was saying that uh dwayne casey coach of the um Mm -hmm. Toronto Raptors needed to co- cultivate a better relationship with uh, DeMar DeRozan if he said DeMar for playing like absolute ass in one of those games. What? And, oh my God. Shaq was like. Why the, I played with a coach that absolutely hated me. This is what Shaq was saying. <laughs> Bill Jackson hated me. Bill didn't have to come baby me, man. And then they got into it. And, of course, Shaq starts bringing up his championship rings. And, of course, Charles Barkley brings up the fact that he rolled Kobe and uh, Dwayne Wade's coattails. And they oh, got into no. it. But that's true. Why in the hell do you have to, to apologize to a player for making a good coach move? You don't. Like if if you're not playing well,
0: you get benched. Sit your ass down. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. simple.
1: But and so they wasted our time in their series. And then over on the other side, I'm gonna tell you when I knew Philadelphia was not gonna make it past um Boston. The series before when they had Meek Mill to come out. Yeah. Meek Mill has Meek Mill has been on a winning team since before Drake got a hold of him on back to back. By the way, how <laughs> I, I just want to take a second. The best series, the series I'm most anticipating this summer is Drake versus Pusha T. I don't know how much you know about hip hop but it's going down right now.
0: <laughs> I like I don't know the details but I I I have seen the names thrown back and forth <laughs> in social media.
1: It's one of the most savage things I've mean, ever that's the series I've anticipated. That's the true NBA finals. Drake versus <laughs> Pusha T for and and somehow it still involves Toronto. <laughs> I mean, he did what he had to do, man. You got to, you got it. It's the only championship that they have a chance. at. And right now, Drake is down two one. <laughs> 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 so, so at least it's not a sweep. But um, yeah, so and it's it's very it's just ironic that Drake is from Toronto was going for Toronto. Meek Mill is from Philly. And you know what happened. But anyway, and that's what I was hoping for in the Eastern Conference Finals, Drake versus Meek Mill in the NBA setting, but didn't happen. So I knew they were gonna take a L though, and then they're just they're just too young. But anytime time Brad Stevens did a masterful job guarding uh, Ben Simmons' athleticism. Hmm. Ben Simmons couldn't penetrate he couldn't jump in the air and dunk on everybody. He doesn't have a jump shot. Brad Stevens is like just prevent him from getting in the lane. We got this.
0: <laughs> like, Let
1: him be do whatever he wants.
0: <laughs> I I like that that you said Brad Stevens, like he was actually on the court like as the defender. Yeah. <laughs> it says a lot. <laughs>
1: Like he's out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, like the actual player names don't matter.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it was a simple strategy So that gets us to, to the Eastern Conference Finals, which just wrapped up. So it's fresh on my brain, and the only thing I can think of is mm-hmm. those kids blew that the last game. Yeah, yeah. They blew it, and it, it's it's funny that you it was it's funny that you call them kids exactly, exactly. And then I was looking, and I'm just sitting here, and Kevin looked. Of it's out of the game. Yeah. Just drive the entire game. Why are you throwing all those threes up in there? Mm-hmm. And then they started to panic. It happened at the end of the second half. So when Cleveland started to, started to slowly come back, then J.R. Smith hits the throw. I think it was J.R. Smith. could have been someone else. Yeah, yeah. They hit the three. It. Yeah. And then and Cleveland tries to answer with the three. You're not the Golden State Warriors. None of you is Steph Curry. No, 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 no. Not at all. Steph can do that. Clay can do that. Kevin Durant can do that, and that's one thing about the Golden State Warriors. And I get I touch on it a little bit again, but the Golden State Warriors have everybody thinking you better have some three point shooters on your side. You have to answer every run with a three pointer, and you don't. And he yeah. just got to him and they panicked. It was a deer in headlights. Yeah, yeah, that's and here we are. And it. I was so close to fulfilling the prophecy, and I think the first time I brought it up was on one of the episodes I was on where I said Cleveland was not going back I was so I was a game away <laughs> game away from it. sorry <laughs> and and keep in mind how brilliant this would have been this is why it would have been so brilliant I just would have went down in, in in the annals of of uh, reality breach as the greatest of all time this was before the Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward side that I said this. Uh-huh. So damn close, man. Sad. But here we are, which brings us to the West.
0: Actually, wait. The, the last thing I want to say about the East is, barring injury, like the Celtics have set themselves up to be the team to beat for the next half a decade in the East. Yes.
1: I completely agree. And Seriously, seriously who's going to beat them? I'll be real with you. The big rumor is LeBron might be going to Philly. Even with that move, I'm still leaning towards Boston. I
0: I don't know. Like LeBron going to Philly is a good move. It would. That's that's where he needs to go. The
1: reason why I'm still leaning towards Boston is I don't know how healthy Joel Embiid can stay. Does it? What if they have LeBron? Does it matter? can he you put together? It doesn't really matter. Doesn't It kind of doesn't matter, huh? Yeah, they've got a LeBron. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it would just be... I, I, if, I hope LeBron stays in the East.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Cause I, I want the rivalry between he and Kyrie to continue. I like that narrative. I like the fact that you got reports that Kyrie was dying on the sidelines because he didn't get a shot to hit LeBron in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and with him... I mean, think of of the storyline that we would have if he was playing and he took LeBron out of the playoffs for the first time in – at this point, well, for the first time in eight tries, LeBron wouldn't have made it because of the guy that he was playing with, the guy that saved him from getting decimated by the Warriors a couple of years ago. Just think about that. Like, uh,
0: looking back at all the trades that happened last summer, like – it's almost seemed like everyone agreed that the Celtics won that trade, mm-hmm. and they did. But did they?
1: Because they're not. Well, yeah. Then they needed to use.
0: Yeah, they're not. They're not in the finals. It's the Cavs that are in the finals. And the
1: guy that um that they traded, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, and the the and the... The, the, the Kyrie injury broke the entire trade. For Boston. The frustrating thing is Kyrie knew he needed that surgery before the season started. Yeah. And he just said I was going to play on it in Boston. And that leads me to believe that Kyrie didn't think Boston was going to be as good as they ended up being.
0: Right, right.
1: Too young. And then he went until his knee just couldn't go anymore. And that's why he finally had the surgery. Because, you know, if – if he had stayed in Cleveland, word on the street was he's going to go ahead and have a surgery so he wouldn't have to play. And he should have. He should have. Yeah, so the West. Uh, let me see. The first round it was Utah versus OKC. It was Golden State versus – was it San Antonio?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was somebody whose ass they kicked quick.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, San Antonio.
1: Um. Then you had the Rockets versus – the Timberwolves. Yeah, that that was a waste of time. And then you had um, <laughs> ah, the other one, the um, Pelicans. The Pelicans versus the Blazers. Okay. <laughs> My Pelicans. Dame Lillard. I like Dame Lillard. He's a fantastic point guard. He is the biggest crybaby.
0: <laughs> Why do you say that?
1: This situation during the All-Star um around the all-star game the year before he had complained about not being an all-star and all of that. And he took somebody's spot. It wasn't Steph Curry. He ended up taking somebody's spot or whatever. And he said something. It was about the votes. It was the votes. And then, um, you know, his fan votes and then like coaches for the reserves or something like that. But yeah, then yeah. this year, they, they, even though they still had the, um, uh, Steph Curry, LeBron James draft, we should have been televised. That was a missed opportunity Yeah, for the All-Star game.
0: Yeah, we talked about that.
1: In order to get in that pool, you needed a fan vote and uh, I think that was it this time. It was just a fan vote. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot who he got the one up on, but it was, I want to say it was Paul George. Okay. It, it had to be Paul George because Russell Westbrook was like, the thing about the fan vote is people get in who don't deserve it, and everybody instantly turned to Dame Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> and like he was talking about his feelings were hurt and all that kind of stuff. Well, okay, you made it to the All Star game. You want to be considered a superstar. Superstars don't get swept, baby.
0: They don't. <laughs> no, they don't. No. no, they don't.
1: Like, they do not get swept the way you got swept. Your team got done in. And yeah, you played well. But sometimes you just look like a deer caught in headlights. Like, what are you doing?
0: Swept by an underdog at that.
1: They were the underdog. You were a 3C. You were the most pointless 3C in the Western Conference. <laughs> Western Conference's history. Like, you completely wasted our time. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. And so, you had that to happen. They get swept. And then. Um, the Rockets, that wasn't an interesting series. No. Golden State did what Golden State does. Yeah. And then you had, uh, okay, see, that's the other one. Okay, see Utah was hilarious to me. <laughs> okay. I love Russell Westbrook.
0: Like, ironically?
1: No. Seriously, I love Russell Westbrook. I like his passion. I like the way he plays the game. Up until he starts being a stat hole.
0: Oh, he's is. He
1: is really bad. He's 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 the modern day Will Chamberlain. <laughs> as much as Will Chamberlain is lauded and people love him,
0: yeah,
1: I have a serious problem with just looking at it on paper. You know, Will Chamberlain. Was a jerk, like, <laughs> like, dude. And and by the way, I got a, I got a big reveal of, about Will Chamberlain in just a moment. But Will was definitely this, that stat guy, and I've always, you know, heard that, you know, throughout the, the throughout time, you start to hear the truth about a lot of these legends, and they say Will Chamberlain was that guy who was always worried about stats, and because of that. Mm-hmm. And because of the time period that it took place, which is when the NBA was on the, the upswing and they were trying to get a name, I yeah. do not believe the 100-point game happened. What?
0: No. Like, no. I don't. It did.
1: Like, I don't. I Why? I do not think that actually happened. Why? Like, why? First of all, 100 is too perfect of a number, especially when you're shooting free throws.
0: Uh, okay,
1: And I'm assuming the A and 1 rule was around it as well. So he got a perfect 100 points. It was untelevised. You only had word of mouth to really spread it around. And then you're trusting the guy with a stat sheet who's going to scribble it in if he's in on it. I don't believe it happened. Oh, come on. And people go crazy when I say this. And they are like, well, what the hell do you mean that you don't think it happened? What proof do you have that you don't think it happened? Well, what proof do you do? Neither of us have a televised version of this game. <laughs> well, like, like there were people there. Like,
0: a bunch of people. Like, I, I can understand if you were to tell me the moon landing didn't happen. Because th- there was, you know, a small number of people putting it all together. And it's okay. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, keep the secret. It's really simple. Dude.
1: People lie, man. I'm telling you. People lie. It don't, I, got, I There are thousands of people there. Oh, please. They played that shit at a high school gym. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> the The other part of this is, Will Chamberlain is the same man that I believe in his 30s said that he slept with 22,000 women. And I don't even know why I qualified that with the age, because mathematically it <laughs> makes no sense. 22,000 women? And you don't believe that he just throws stats up? (laughs) And I believe almost anything else about it. I believe in the season where I believe it was one season he had 50-something points and like I want to say 25 rebounds he averaged for the entire season. I believe that because look at who his competition was. was A bunch of undersized guys, a bunch of grocery store uh, baggers, (laughs) and substitute teachers who... (laughs) <laughs> fucking will chamberlain was playing against uh that like come on yeah, and you would think okay yeah that would make you believe that the 100 point game is possible i don't know like i'd give him if they had have said it, it was 85 points i give him that. It's i just struggle with that 100 and i always have so so
0: so your problem is that it was so perfect that it was exactly 100 points
1: yes yes and then the The point that the NBA was like they needed a godlike figure at that moment <laughs> for publicity then the NBA. Look at the NBA now. A lot of us think it's read. It's, it's not, though, because of, of the narratives that come. I don't believe it. I'm saying a lot of people do. Now, there have been questionable situations. Come on. Okay. definitely oh, the NBA has more questionable situations than any other league to me besides wait besides baseball with the steroids <laughs> <laughs> but the nBA has some some situations and then the Ed hockey league what it yeah that was a hockey league the uh the ref that time
0: yeah the the, um, the um, uh that was part of yeah, the, the one who who told Cam Newton that he wasn't old enough to get that call. Yeah, that was that was Yeah. That was him. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think that was I, I could have had a wrong name and of course i Yeah. And it, it's like you hear things like that. And then even the, the the notion of okay, he's a superstar, so he's gonna get that call, that that's something that always bothered me too. Like why does it matter? It's basketball. <laughs> But I understand it at the same time. Like you're going to guard your stars, and you're going to respect your stars.
0: But I, I don't even think it's that. Like I, I think it's just more. Uh, you, you, yeah, you, you know how the players play. Like you see the stars uh, play a lot.
1: Yeah, and then you kind of gotta assume what he's gonna do, yeah. and if you're gonna give him that call or not. So that's fair. Uh, but getting back to Russell Westbrook and how his numbers. You, they say numbers never lie well they should put an asterisk beside that because sometimes they flat out do you average a triple double and you couldn't get <laughs> one and a half stars past a Utah team that was led by a rookie Ooh, good point a good rookie but a rookie <laughs> And and but it does not all fall on Westbrook Carmelo no. fans it's time to let it go
0: Carmelo fans should have let it go like four or five years ago.
1: If I'm not mistaken, I looked up the stat and it's in one of my blog posts. I think in the last two games, Carmelo Anthony only scored like seven points, and one of those games he had nothing. <laughs> he didn't hit a shot. And you're supposed to have you're supposed to be a star. Then when somebody says suggest you coming off the bench, you get an attitude. Are you serious, man? People should have given up on Carmelo the day he set his ass up and he looked in their camera and he said, "I'm proud of my four gold medals. I mean, I don't need championships as long as I got these." What the fuck? Really? He said that? Yes. Okay. okay wow. He said that, that about gold medals. I was like, I'm done with.
0: It. Like, like at that point, just go play for Orlando and and get a get a max <laughs> contract. Because no one wants to actually watch you play.
1: It's not. It's not unlike what he's already done when he signed that big contract with the Knicks. <laughs> that's
0: true. That's, I mean, just right up his that, alley. Exactly, that's true. It? That's true.
1: Well, at, at least the
0: Knicks have some sort of like, yeah, I mean, reverence. Like people are they?
1: They love the Knicks. Well, the funniest thing about it is, no matter what, no matter how few. Championships he wins, he's going to make it to the Hall of Fame because fucking Trace McGrady's in there. So, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> people hate, people hate. You'd be surprised how many people hate when I take shots about that, <laughs> about Trace McGrady making it to the Hall of Fame. I think uh, like the basketball Hall of Fame is a joke. It is. When he first made it into the Hall of Fame, I remember going on uh, Facebook and I said he ruined it. The whole Hall of Fame is ruined because (laughs) Trace McGrady is in it. And people lost their damn minds. And then they started bringing up y'all Ming, and and I said, okay, he ruined it, too. What else you got? There's nothing you're going to (laughs) say that makes me think that Trace McGrady deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. As great as he was, he got into the Hall of Fame off highlights and memories. And nostalgia. That's why he got into the Hall of Fame. If you look at Tracy McGrady's numbers, somebody brought up the Kimbe Matumbo. If you look at Tracy McGrady's numbers, he didn't do anything spectacular. If you look at the Kimbe Matumbo's numbers, he won a couple Defense Player of the Year awards. But the most important is that right? I think it is. If it's not, forgive me. But I know this is right. <laughs> the most important thing is Kimbe is one of the all time leaders in blocks. He did something, <laughs> and then, then a couple of weeks later, they was like, "Does Dwight Howard make it into the Hall of Fame?" And a whole bunch of people saying, "Hell no!" And I'm like, "Did Dwight Howard won Defensive Player of the Year three times?" But yeah, you all take over Trace Mcgrady's nomination. Wow. He has not won. He won one scoring title, and nobody remembers it. Then one time he was gonna win the scoring title. Kobe Bryant found out that he was getting ready to win, and Kobe Bryant just went off and took the score title from him. (laughs) That's a very Kobe thing to do. (laughs) Badass is what it
0: is. (laughs) Hey, quick break. Uh, For those of y'all who are hungry for us to talk more about nerd stuff, um, let me point you in the direction of the Dice Junkies. They're friends of ours in the Grits Media Network. Uh, they discuss gaming, comics, movies, news, and other geek culture topics, uh, from video games to tabletop, anime to the MCU, and much more. They, they hit a lot of the, the conventions uh, around the area, especially the smaller ones, and, and they get interviews and footage of those events. Check out Dice Junkies on YouTube, Facebook, DiceJunkies.com. They also have a podcast. Uh, you can find that on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, basically anywhere that you can find podcasts. So check out Dice Junkies, a proud member of the Grits Media Network.
1: Yeah, Trace and Brady. I could have gone on way too long about this. I'm glad we had the little intervention. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Utah made it past – okay, see, uh, Utah then falls victim to the Infinity Gauntlet, right? They got no. taken out by
0: – No, 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 no.
1: Uh, Golden State. No. They didn't?
0: No, no.
1: So Golden State took out the Pelicans, yes. Yeah. That's what yeah, happened. The, the, the Golden Rockets State took out the Pelicans. The Rockets. Yeah. The Pelicans, man. That's tough. That's a good break team. With. it's just not ready yet. And I don't mm-hmm. – is it crazy to to say – Kinda prefer the Pelicans without Boogie.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think they're actually a better team without him. Okay. I, yeah. Like, they like they they don't they don't need him. If if you watch the playoffs,
1: they didn't need him. I think you can get away with trading Boogie for something else, uh, maybe a two guard, a good two guard, or something like. If Clay Thompson was really going oh. to enter free agency, oh yeah, yeah, that would be a good place. Clay Thompson, shop. Play either Thompson's that great. or Milwaukee. Playing a, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I, but I don't think they can trade Boogie because I think his his contract's up.
1: Yeah, I think he is. That's what I'm saying. I think they should have, yeah. Yeah, they can let him walk. And unfortunately, they won't get anything for it, but hey. Yeah, I, I, I,
0: I think they're one player away from absolutely being great. Yeah. And while, while I seriously doubt LeBron is going to be leaving the East, oh God. if somehow he lands yeah. in New Orleans. That would that team would be a
1: force. Well, here's here's your glimmer of hope here. If the Spurs want to get rid of Kawhi, why not?
0: Oh, dude, I I'd be fine with Kawhi. I'd be fine with with Clay Thompson. Yep. I'd be ecstatic if somehow we landed LeBron James.
1: Yeah, they they have a really solid team. They do. Yeah, and I respect them. So so, so like I.
0: I, I hate that they didn't go any further this year, but I think going forward things yeah, look
1: good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean yeah, no no question about that. So they gets us to the Rockets in Golden State, our main event of the evening. <laughs> and Golden State comes out in their first game, they do what Golden State does. Second game, they lose by double digits. Third game they win, you know they're just trading bars back and forth with these guys. Then you get to game five, and the Rockets win. The Rockets win flat out. The Rockets played an awful game and still were able to beat Golden State, but it cost them. It cost them.
0: Yeah, but but it can't be understated that they did that in Oakland. In Oakland. It, yeah.
1: Right. The uh, uh, probably the toughest place to play in the NBA right now. No. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And it cost them big and they weren't the same team for game six and seven and I knew they weren't going to be the thing about James Harden as explosive as he is offensively if you frustrate him you can get him to start doing dumb shit (laughs) you can get him to start doing dumb shit it happens every time it happened in game six they were on a tear in that first half, and then they came back, and they started changing. I was sitting with my cousin. My cousin is actually a uh, high school uh, basketball assistant coach for girls, and it's always interesting watching the game with him because, him, first of all, he literally is screaming <laughs> at, the, um, at the TV or projector screen. He's screaming at it. Like, what What the hell are you doing? Like, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? But then it always happens. The coach on TV does what he says. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, wow, I'm referring to my cousin. This guy knows what the hell he's talking about. He kept screaming in game six <laughs> for them to start doubling hard. Yeah. And just live with whoever else makes a shot. When they started doing that, Harden started trying to force his way in to keep continue scoring. And then they were able to turn it around. They kept getting stops. They kept hitting shots. And then, right on time, just like they always do, the time bomb went off. Third quarter. Time was up. Yep. Clay Thompson starts hitting everything. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry starts hitting everything. And then you almost forget about Durant in those moments.
0: Yeah, he, like
1: you almost forget about that guy. He was struggling. Yeah, like
0: he was. He didn't have to do anything. When you have Clay Thompson and yeah. and Steph Curry just raining threes from the sky,
1: <laughs> a barrage of three pointers. Yeah, and he had the quietest. What well, he had like forty points in the last game, Game Seven, at least like thirty-seven or so. He had a
0: quiet. Yeah, it's like 34. A
1: quietly great game.
0: Yeah, I think it was was 34.
1: But but the focus was the reign of destruction laid down by (laughs) Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. And this, I'll go ahead and flat out say it. If CP3 had a play, I think Golden State would be at home. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think Golden State would be at home. Yeah. I mean, it's not too big of a, of a you know a stretch to believe that because if you look at him, so what CP3 does for that team, he tempers it. They have all that power, but he makes them play better when they're all together. He makes uh, James Harden play a better uh, game as well. So that's something that can't be discounted. Without him, he couldn't. I mean, they couldn't maintain a lead on Golden State, which is which is a big deal. And then when the third quarter, we touched on this earlier. When the third quarter comes around, it's over. Yeah, third
0: quarter, man. <laughs> uh, like like the, the, the Rockets are known for shooting three pointers. Like that's that's their game. They they pass and then they shoot. Yeah. And that wasn't working. It was very clear in the third and fourth quarters, exactly that that was not working. And and for some reason they didn't they decided not to change the do plan. something different. If, but, if if the threes aren't sticking, like change it, like pl- play harder defense. Go for three twos
1: instead of two threes. Yeah, do something different. That's all you can. I mean, it, you got to stop the bleeding. But it, again, across the board in the NBA, they're so dangerous with the three. It makes every other team think that's the only solution when it's not.
0: No, it's not.
1: Back in the day, if somebody went on a run against Shaq and Kobe. Back in the day, they would call a timeout, come out of the timeout, start feeding Shaq again, play inside out, get your shot and everything back, calm the crowd down, take the crowd out of it if you're away, or get the crowd back into it if you're at home. Yeah. Here, like, there's no – even a timeout, they still come back out high.
0: Yeah, yeah, all
1: three. It's like NBA Jam, seriously. <laughs> it really is. Like, it, it It makes no sense how good they are. And I, I alluded to this earlier. Here's the biggest thing about the Warriors, and here's why I give the Cavaliers a chance to just stretch this to five games. <laughs> yeah, just stretch it, to, stretch five five games. it to five games. Here's why. The, lawyer, the, the Golden State Warriors don't give a damn. Nope. They do not care. There are times when you look at them, they're bored. They're, yeah, there's too many good They're players. They're bored with their greatness. Clay Thompson was quoted, I believe it was today, may have been last night. He's quoted as saying, when someone says, well, what do you have to say about the fact that people aren't satisfied with the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers going to the fight, going against each other in the finals for a fourth time? He simply responded instead. Well, it sounds to me like the league needs to get better.
0: He's not wrong.
1: He's not wrong at all, but but like they have all of the good players. They they like it, they've cornered the market. Yeah, they've cornered the market, and that's another thing—a strike actually in favor of LeBron over Michael. This is the greatest team of all time. This is the greatest team ever assembled, and I have
0: assembled. Good, that's good. Good word. It's the
1: greatest team ever assembled, man. And then they didn't have Andre Iguodala, Iguodala, which. Is a big expected because that guy is, is hugely underrated to me for what he does on defense. Yeah. And then what he does when he, they're playing with the reserves. The Warriors team is so good. There's always going to be a starter on the court unless it's garbage time.
0: Let me put it this way. If you take this two players, the, the bottom two of their big four, uh, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, Draymond Green, and put them on any other team, they're the star. Yeah, absolute Period. star of the team.
1: Period. And it, it, it's, it's one of those things like they get so bored with it, and they wake up in the morning knowing they can beat you if they wanted to. Yeah. What do you yeah. do? And that's why I call them the Infinity Gauntlet. We're one finger step away from this being over with.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they have solved basketball.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: Like I, you know, I don't believe that the, the the league is rigged, but I'm. It would not be surprise me if the NBA called up Golden State and said, "Hey, can you give us like
1: six games, please? Like please, so we can get some of this advertising money, advertising money that Roseanne is gonna be missing. <laughs> like five games, six games,
0: <laughs> please. Anything but a sweep. Just, just, just please. And also, I, I don't don't think uh, that Golden State wants to win it in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, a mercy, a mercy rule. Uh, Adam Silver gets on the phone. Like, hey man, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, man. Just, just, go back home. Be classy, better. Because, oh my God, can you imagine the, how much they get booed out of the building if they win in Cleveland?
0: Yeah, like, 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 and if if LeBron leaves, <laughs> yeah, like, this like this summer, they're screwed. They,
1: not only that, they have the, the. It's almost time for the Cleveland Browns to come back on TV, man. Just, just. Just don't, man. Just, just <laughs> let them have something. But the, the Warriors, in as much as, as people hate them and hate Durant for what he did, I'm thankful for it. I appreciate greatness. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. watching greatness. This is why I appreciate LeBron, and that's why I can look at, at the Warriors and watch how they how they move the ball and pass the ball and just sit in awe of it. Yeah, yeah. They're a great team. And they're, and they're fun to watch, even though... It's a foregone conclu- conclusion that, I mean, that's, that's what they're going to do. They're going to go to the finals. And by the way, they're talking about making eight straight finals appearances for LeBron. You better watch out because it looks like Steph Curry is <laughs> probably going to do the same thing.
0: I don't know. L- like like all these these big names that they have, at some point they have to pay the piper. Like at some point they have to pay them. Do they? <laughs> yeah. Like they they they're
1: going to want max contracts, like all four of them, right? Clay has already said he wants to be a part of a dynasty. Wait, he is. If Clay stays, everybody is staying in my mind. Ah, damn it! They already have Steph locked up.
0: And it isn't this year like the the last year of Durant's contract? Like, if they lose, it, if some for some reason they lose.
1: Yeah, but he's already said he's reupping. Ah, damn it! Yeah, that's it. Uh, like, uh, like basketball is so fun, though. <laughs> By the way, funny thing about the the uh, Rockets thing. Did you see the meme where the guy was like, "Dude, I got it." Doctor Strange had to watch the Earth, uh, oh, they had to watch them fail fourteen million times to see one solution. He was like, "Everybody is okay." The Rockets had to lose to get LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where they were going with it until they <laughs> got to that point. And I'm like, okay, so it's a suggestion that CP3 is Dr. Strange. <laughs> because that would make sense. You saw what happened to Dr. Strange before he told Tony this was the only way. CP3 faded away <laughs> before telling LeBron, look, dude, this is it. And and the rumors are CP3 has already reached out to LeBron James and said, hey, let's go on vacation this summer. Let's talk.
0: Oh, dude. Like LeBron in Houston? That's a scary, scary team. Yeah. And and, mean, and, and, and like outside of the uh, Celtics.
1: And then the East is right. It's still possible at that point. It's not guaranteed. But then the East would just be the open invitational.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like everything would just be irrelevant.
1: To open the open invitation until somebody wins, and then it becomes that team's invitational every year from that point forward. <laughs> but yeah, man. Then um, yeah, yeah, like, like, like the East. I mean, it's just
0: there at at, at at that point. The East is just a formality outside of Boston. Like, it'll be Boston versus right, whoever.
1: Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, who got me. I would touch on the the nfl situation with that it, that that anthem rule is a dumb ass rule and i'm saying it as both a black man and as somebody that's like what the hell are you doing <laughs> that is a dumb ass move is it though like
0: i i like i get that it's a a a, a bad move mm-hmm. like it's it's the wrong move it's 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 definitely like offensive it Yes. It, it proves that they really don't care about their players or their p- players' opinions. But it, the NFL is a business, and yes. and yes. ultimately, their bread and butter is middle-aged white dudes. Mm-hmm. Middle-aged white dudes really like their flags. They really like patriotism, and they really like, yeah, be, like being in control. This move is not surprising at all because last year they lost money because they lost viewers. And them being a cold hearted business entity.
1: Which it clearly is. Which it clearly is.
0: Regardless of whether or not it's the right move, they're not going to give the money up.
1: And then you have, of course, this doesn't matter in baseball because not love black people watching. it, not enough yeah. black people really play in it. Right, right. Um, Basketball, the NBA, is handled it perfectly.
0: I agree. I, I agree,
1: and, and you know it falls in line. Yeah. But the I, honestly, this season is the first season in a while that I've actually preferred the NBA to the uh, NFL. Um, but when it comes to the NFL, it's like okay, clearly they've chosen the side, and that side is money. And from a business sense, I get it, but at the same time, like. It was. It's one of those things where, like, you know what the real cause was of the kneeling, mm-hmm. even though it became diluted because th- this last string of, of players kneeling was because of what your boy in the White House said about it. It was an act of defiance more than it was an act of social awareness, and
0: yeah, it's. And I, I heard something. I, this could be wrong, but I heard that the owner of the Jets uh, t- has told his players to go ahead and kneel. He will pay
1: their fines. Cool. I'm with it. Yeah, like if that's
0: true, it's really cool.
1: Yeah, I'm with it. And you know what? I don't know how long this rule changes. To me, I think if they if they ignored it, which they kind of did already, <laughs> I think it would have went away in, in time. It absolutely would But they want that money right now. But the NFL ratings, I think part of why the NFL ratings have dropped so significantly is tied directly into the ESPN's coverage of them.
0: Really? Why?
1: The reason I think this is people were nauseating, nauseated, A lot of people forget this over the coverage of Tim Tebow. They were nauseated about that, and then like they were still getting numbers, but people were kind of shying away. Then it became about concussions, and football wasn't fun anymore at that point. And ESPN constantly talked about concussions, and then Colin Kaepernick, that thing happened. And when I tell you, throughout the entire season, every day they talked about Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And I, I love it. You know, I love what he said and what he stands for and what he did. But I can say, yeah, you know, when the NFL ratings started dropping. ESPN is kind of a part of it. and because ESPN covers something a certain way, ESPN is like Walmart. Other places are gonna fall in line with what their practices are. So everybody is covering the e- covering the NFL the same way and they're getting turned off by it. They don't want to watch the games.
0: Yeah, like you say that and, and they talk about the ratings dropping. But like <laughs> if you look at the most exciting Playoff games in the NBA and look at the numbers, like the ratings are still lower than like a random Thursday night football yep. game. Like,
1: yep, and th- that's the thing. It's kind of in that way, it's like The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Somebody somebody said that The Walking Dead was in a ratings crisis. So I was like, okay, shit. I'll take a look and see what the numbers were. They were still getting 14 million viewers. What do you mean? <laughs> what
0: kind
1: of, do you know how many shows want that kind of crisis?
0: Yeah. You know how many shows they renew every year that have like 2 million viewers?
1: Yeah. The Walking Dead is around forever. Yeah. Because they just won't die, even though that show is not really good now. But yeah, so... And then I just got to bury Roseanne one more time there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what was that? What was that? And the best part is, she tried to blame Ambient. And Ambient tweeted today, and they were like, oh, no, ma'am. <laughs> Ambient has, <laughs> Ambien has other side effects, but one of them is not making you racist <laughs> it, it was hilarious it was hilarious because you wouldn't think that a pharmaceutical company <laughs> would have come out and been like oh, we're not doing this
0: Just, and they did it so quickly
1: <laughs> somebody was like oh hell no nah, man! you're not about to do this for us they had people thinking that we give them racism what the fuck <laughs> no
0: Like the best example of a corporation responding via Twitter uh, I saw the other day was um, Chick fil A had tweeted, (laughs) um, What's better than a spicy chicken sandwich on a Thursday? Uh, And and then the response tweet uh, came from Wendy's.
1: Who is the greatest?
0: Yeah, yeah. Wendy said, "Um, A hamburger on a Sunday.
1: (laughs) That was so good. That was. That was so. Dude, I put my phone down when I signed (laughs) in. I always say, like, if you look at the jokes that Wendy's put out there, somebody black has to be running that account. No,
0: no, I I read an article. (laughs) I think it's a white chick, like a young, like a white, white millennial chick or
1: something. Yeah. That's all those better man. but it just has such an ethnic undertone to me, you know? Like who is running this thing? But they're brilliant. <laughs> they're brilliant. Like I wish my social media game was like that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah man, so NBA Finals coming up. I'm sure I'm gonna be coming back when it's wrapped up to talk about what I think is gonna happen or we get to talk about what we think is going to happen in our off season with the NBA um real quick. Okay. I know nobody watches hockey. They really should. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: right. Yeah, no one watches it. But uh, I hear the – I'm just excited that the Vegas Golden Knights, is that what they're called, made it it to the – Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the Stanley Cup Finals. The Finals, yeah. I mean, just give it to them. (laughs) <laughs> Just get it. I love that story, man. You remember how how um, expansion team – who was it? The Houston Texans, the first Madden that the Houston Texans were on, that yeah. team was awful. And that's how expansion teams are supposed to be. Whoever put this team together is brilliant.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you're not supposed to come out of an expansion draft with – a team that makes it to the finals, let alone, uh, I think they're even seen as like the the favorites to win the Stanley Cup, which is insane.
1: Tonight, you, you shouldn't succeed. You should just be there. Yeah, you should. Yeah. And they made it. And I mean, they blew past the competition to get there. It's this. It, it's alarming. If Alexander, yeah, yeah. If Alexander Ovechkin doesn't win this year, he should just hang it up. I don't think like he got past his biggest guy. That's like Mississippi State girls getting past UConn. That was the biggest threat. Once you get past, and I mean, of course, from year before last. Once you get past UConn, you should feel locked to win the championship. But they weren't, and they lost. Yeah. Then this year they made it to the finals again, and then the Irish beat them, or whatever, and. and It's twice that you've been a better team, but you just couldn't close it in. I'm like, what's the point? Like, were you just hyped up to play the best team, and that's it?
0: And then you just
1: deflated, and it it kind of looks like the Capitals have have deflated a little bit. But we'll see with Game Two or whatever, and it'll be over by the time we talk again, unless. Gonna, yeah, it's, yeah, it's on now. Yeah, yeah, it'll be over by the same. Well, I don't know. There's a good chance that this series could go longer than the NBA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Like they, they're giving LeBron a nice three day break between each game.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about it, man. I can't wait to come back.
0: Well, that about wraps it up, uh, Jarius. I've always thank you for your input on these. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, on, on, on the on these podcasts, uh, we'll definitely have you back probably after the finals, uh, maybe for some nerd stuff. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, uh, wh- hey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Negro Justice League. We're available on just about every um, platform uh, that podcasts are available. Uh, also, we have uh, our website, com. Uh, I'm the primary writer on that site Have some cool stuff uh, Hot Take tip is what the sports blog Is called over there right, Yeah. I've been reading that And I run that uh, I just type up and do a lot of Just anything I can really think of I had a series that I started About get dating as a uh, Black geek hmm. Which I didn't really Dating as a geek period Is a big deal and something that I was not aware of. So I have a little series going on where, you know, I'm just finding out more information about that and just getting, like, testimonials and, you know, stuff like that. Then uh, Jay, the other Jay on the show, <laughs> um, he just wrote something recent. He's up in Vietnam right now. So he just writes about experiences in Vietnam and and, uh, he was in Japan before then I think he's going back so there's something else that you can check out on the site Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter at Black Nerdcast and on Facebook Negro Just Sleep go like our page cool that sounds cool so oh one more thing we're we do Twitch series now we're on Twitch we we I think God of War wrapped up tonight. So, if you if the streams aren't on Twitch, you can go on YouTube and check out our prior uh, streams. The commentary is hilarious. It's like four of us doing it, and we just get on there and just say crazy shit, and I'm getting ready to start uh, Shadow of War, which was the game, uh, the Lord of the Rings game.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. the, the, um, the so, sequel to uh, Mordor.
1: Yeah, which was pretty dope. So... Yeah, man, that's what we got going on over on that
0: end. So. Okay, cool. Well, um, well, you can subscribe yeah. to Reality Breached. Well, if I guess if you're listening to this, you already know how to find Reality Breached. Um, but you can <laughs> uh, v- visit the site, or you can go to uh, iTunes, Google Play. Um, we're basically anywhere you would find uh, podcasts. Um, and we recently got added to Stitcher, so that's really cool. Uh, I like Stitcher.
1: Yeah, Stitcher is cool. Did you uh have you checked out the um uh, the long night the Wolverine story?
0: Uh, the, yeah yeah, the, the the Wolverine
1: thing. Okay, so we had this promo, uh, I think it's still going on, where uh we could you get a month of Stitcher Premium free, and okay. we used it to check it out, dude. Like the voices, the voice of Wolverine is just okay to me, but the story and the way it's being told where you can listen to it and kind of visualize what's going on. It's a, it's essentially a murder mystery. The main two characters are like these detectives that are looking into these crazy animal killings Uh and the signs are pointing to Wolverine. Oh, that's cool. But it's deeper than that. And like the, the, even the title of it has a purpose, but it's really cool. Like, I'm not one for a whole bunch of subscription services. I check out Stitcher premium to get on the, uh, the long night just to check out what they're doing. It's a really cool story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like I've, I've actually heard about some, some, uh, some scripted podcast and actually thought about trying to put one together. Um, but to actually hear Marvel doing it with a character that everyone knows, uh, like that's, really exciting yeah like that that's some old radio play shit
1: yeah and that's exactly what it is like it's some old radio play shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right well hey that that does it for the reality breach podcast uh i thank everyone for listening uh make sure to subscribe and tune in next time i don't know what the topic's gonna be yet but we'll figure it out (laughs) and we will definitely have jarius back at some point um thanks again cue the music let's go Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, the Black Pocket Podcast, and the Reality Breached Local Spotlight, all available on realitybreached.com.